Welcome to the Wagner Ministries International Podcast. As you listen to this message, our prayer is that you would be motivated and empowered to follow Christ and lead others to Him. Enjoy. God bless you, my friends. This is evangelist Kevin Wagner, founder of Wagner Ministries International, welcoming you to our podcast today. My message today is from Acts chapter 6, verses 1 to 7. This is the account of the choosing of the first seven deacons in the church and a wonderful example of the wise use of gifts and talents involving delegation of labor and responsibilities. Let me read it for you now. In those days when the number of disciples was increasing, the Hellenistic Jews among them complained against the Hebraic Jews because their widows were being overlooked in the daily distribution of food. So the twelve gathered all the disciples together and said, It would not be right for us to neglect the ministry of the Word of God in order to wait on tables. Brothers and sisters, choose seven men from among you who are known to be full of the Spirit and wisdom. We will turn this responsibility over to them and will give our attention to prayer and the ministry of the Word. This proposal pleased the whole group. They chose Philip, a man full of faith and of the Holy Spirit. Also Philip, Procurus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, and Nicholas from Antioch, a convert to Judaism. They presented these men to the apostles who prayed and laid their hands on them. So the word of God spread. The number of disciples in Jerusalem increased rapidly, and a large number of priests became obedient to the faith. Friends, the apostles in the early church had a problem. The church was growing so rapidly that there was too much work to be done. They recognized this problem and proposed a, solu a solution. Verse 2. So the twelve gathered all the disciples together and said, It would not be right for us to neglect the ministry of the word of God in order to wait on tables. Brothers and sisters, choose seven men from among you who are known to be full of the spirit and wisdom. We will turn this responsibility over to them and will give our attention to prayer and the ministry of the word. My friends, this is a powerful principle. It has far-reaching consequences no matter what your type of work may be. From the homemaker with small children to the CEO of a successful corporation. From the farmer to the preacher. The wisdom of the first century apostles is necessary wisdom for us today. We all have limits. We can't do everything ourselves. And that delegation of responsibilities and duties is the key for a productive, fruitful thriving and growing church. But it goes beyond simply delegating duties. On the surface, the apostles' remarks seem almost vain. It would not be right for us to neglect the ministry of the Word of God in order to wait on tables. However, what the twelve were getting at was another fundamental principle in God's economy. Each Christian ought to be functioning in his area of giftedness for maximized fruitfulness and for the sake of his own good emotional health. The apostles weren't saying that the ministry of the word of God was more important than distributing food for the needy. They were rather saying that God had gifted them specifically with the love of and ability to preach powerfully, teach effectively, and pray diligently. And thus, these are the areas that they should be devoting the bulk of their time to. 
The Twelve also knew that God had gifted others in their church with a strong desire to show mercy and kindness to the poor, and thus they should be doing what God designed them to do. You see, my friends, when you are functioning in your area of spiritual giftedness, you will be productive and happy in what you're doing, as well as experiencing minimal stress, even if you work long and hard at it. It's when we begin functioning out of our areas of giftedness that we cease being as productive, begin losing our joy, and experience stress in our lives. For instance, when I was a pastor for 10 years before God called me to full-time evangelism, I loved preaching three times every Sunday, but trying to fix my garden tractor gives me stress. Some of you would cringe at the thought of being asked to speak publicly on a Sunday morning, but when it comes to making sure that your church looks good for that same Sunday morning, well, you may very well get a lot of joy out of that. All these tasks are important and needed, and God has gifted some more clearly for one than the other. It's not to say we must never involve ourselves in activities we're not gifted in. Rather, it is to say that the bulk of our time should be spent functioning in our areas of giftedness for the sake of our own well-being and the well-being of the entire body of Christ. This leads me to my next point today. There is a sovereign move of God happening today worldwide in the church. It's not a new thing as much as it is a return to an old thing. In fact, an Acts chapter 6 type of thing. And it's called body ministry. Essentially, what God is doing is this. He is decreasing the importance and prominence of individual Christian leaders and raising up in their place a vast army of lay people, people just like yourselves, who are active and fruitful in every type of ministry, whether it be preaching and teaching, serving meals, or healing bodies. You know, I've often thought, what will happen when a man of God like Billy Graham dies? Who is going to take his place? And the answer is this. No single person will take his place, but rather an army of generally nameless, faceless, regular people from every walk of life, people like yourselves. It will indeed be these saints who will step in and fill the gap as God uses this army to change our world for Jesus. You know, many large churches don't employ a large staff of pastors. Rather, the way they can meet the needs of sometimes thousands of people is by having lay leaders functioning effectively and joyfully in their area of giftedness. This really is God's way. It certainly was Jesus' way, and it worked. Look at the results of this body ministry in first century Israel. Verse 7. So the word of God spread. The number of disciples in Jerusalem increased rapidly, and a large number of priests became obedient to the faith. This is God's way. It always has been, and the Holy Spirit is attempting to restore this to His church today. I share these things with you today, both for your own sakes and for the sake of the world that God has given us to win to Jesus. I have a strong belief that God has put us in contact today via this podcast to see each of you grow and develop 
into fully functioning men and women of God, actively functioning in your areas of giftedness. That's the chief call of a pastor, you know, to equip and build you up to be able to do everything God wants for your life. And even though I'm a full-time evangelist, the Bible still has called me to work toward building up the body too. And when this happens, we will begin to impact this world for Jesus. I have seen far too many well-intentioned Christians get burned out and worn out because their areas of giftedness have been used to clean toilets when the Lord has gifted them to preach and teach the Word of God. I don't want that for you. You're too important. You and your gifts are too valuable and too needed. In order for us to make an Acts chapter 6 impact on our world for Jesus, we just need the desire to be a part of this Spirit-led move of God in our time today. And when the desire is there, then we need freedom from those things in our lives that keep, us, keep holding us back from becoming fully functioning Christians. And that freedom comes from the power of Jesus Christ to set captives free, free from sins and from other baggage that binds. So I invite you to ask yourself two questions today. First, do you today have the desire to be a fully functioning Christian, operating in your areas of giftedness? And second, do you want the freedom to get you there? I believe that God is giving us together the opportunity now in these latter days to see some of the same fruit, some of the same results as the baby church saw in Acts. Through a mighty army of mobilized and fully functioning the whole known world. In the 2,000 years since then, however, there are still thousands of known people groups in our world that have yet to hear the name of Jesus Christ, not to mention the millions in our own country, including our own community, who have yet to be touched by Jesus or his people in any meaningful way. An overwhelming task? Alone, yes. But together, the way Jesus intended his body, us, to function all along, not overwhelming at all. Rather, an exciting challenge and God-given opportunity for us to jump into together and have some real fun along the way as we watch God do some exciting and amazing things that we thought were just confined to the pages of the Bible, but that God has wanted to do through an army of willing people all along. Friends, will you be a part of this Spirit-led move of God today? I'm here to help you move forward. And more importantly, much, much more importantly, so is Jesus. Say yes to the Holy Spirit today and invite him to release in you the gifts he wants you to use to help serve uh, him and to help save our planet from hell and for heaven. As always, my friends, I look so forward to our next podcast where we will move further into the book of Acts as the Holy Spirit uses his word to help us walk daily in the power of God. Have a blessed day in Jesus. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope that you were encouraged by today's message. 
For more information regarding Wagner Ministries International, go to wagnerministries.org. And if you need prayer for anything, please email us at prayer at wagnerministries.org. God bless.